0: Welcome to the B2B Marketing and Copywriting Podcast. I'm your host, Linda Malone, certified conversion copywriter, copy strategist, and founder of Copyworks. Join me each week as I speak with experts in the fields of marketing, copywriting, decision making, psychology, and more, all with one goal to help you attract your ideal customers and inspire them to take action. My guest today is Mark Savant. Mark is the founder of Mark Savant media and podcast services, and he's also a host of his own podcast called The After Hours Entrepreneur. So Mark helps business owners launch and automate podcasts. His company, Mark Savant Media, turns 30-minute Zoom calls into an entire digital media presence, which I'm going to ask him about. He hosts the, as I mentioned, his own podcast called The After Hours Entrepreneur, and his podcast highlights industry disruption such as AI, which is going to be the main focus of our talk today, automation and independent media. His mastermind community focuses on adapting and innovating with the newest AI technology. So let's jump right in. All right, welcome, Mark. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for taking the time. Appreciate it.
1: Glad to be here, Linda.
0: Yeah, and it's always interesting to talk to somebody for the first time on a podcast. It's like, okay, I've never spoken to you before. We're gonna have our first conversation and we're gonna record it. So it's, it's not the way it usually works in real life. But um, but yeah, thank you. And I wanted to start with asking you a little bit about your background. So we're gonna di- dive into AI, but can you talk a little bit about your company, how you got into AI? Like what's the kind of the backstory?
1: Well, I've been an em- I was an employee my whole life. Um, different types of jobs uh, from you know dishwashing to uh, insurance Um, and I decided that I didn't enjoy it I wanted to do something different and I got into podcasting Uh, eventually I started running podcasts for people people are like Mark you keep showing up on my newsfeed all the time Mark it's all Mark Savant all the time on my newsfeed on LinkedIn on Facebook on Instagram and I said yeah it's Cause I podcast and it's just the most powerful way of establishing your credibility and showing up and, you know, with podcasting there are a lot of challenges there, you know, I built out a team of several people. I started managing shows for clients and about a year and a half ago in 2022, I got that dreaded message from a key team member saying, Mark, I'm moving to Spain and I quit I'm like, oh crap. What do I do now? So I started doing the work. I started uh, performing that task and I became overwhelmed immediately as most business owners do. Um, I turned to AI and I started using AI to perform that task. And I saved 90% of my time almost immediately. I saved so much time and I was hooked. Linda, I was hooked. I said, I need to use AI in in all phases of my life because it's amazing. And I started teaching and training all my current team members with AI. I started empowering them with new AI tools. And uh, four months later, I was able to leave my day job, my desk job, my hated corporate staring at the ceiling job. And uh, now I have a a thriving six-figure podcast production agency, mastermind group, newsletter, and uh, AI has changed my life. And I, I see the writing on the wall. I want to change and help people change their lives with AI.
0: Well, how did you get started? When you say that it saved you all this time, what was the first thing you used it for?
1: My first usage was in copywriting, copywriting. It's an incredibly powerful copywriting tool. And so, you know, all video and you may or may not be aware of this, but all video and all audio that's put on the web is transcribed. It's all transcribed, right? Whether it's an Instagram reel um, or a Facebook live or a YouTube video, it's all transcribed using voice to text technology. So what AI is able to do, it's able to take that text and put it together into compelling copy, into compelling copywriting. So you can turn that, there's there's several tools that maybe we get into, but you can use tools to turn that, um, that transcription into compelling copy for, say, a blog, email, Instagram, Facebook, and so on and so forth.
0: It sounds like some of the... Uh software that i'm using because as a copywriter of course all copywriters took fan. like everyone's saying oh use ai for copywriting and we're saying you know and and a lot of it is how i do feel is that i mean it pulls from what's out there already so if you want to create new copy it still takes us you know an experienced copywriter to kind of pull out what to create something new like i even asked ai what do you you know, what do people do with copywriting that AI cannot do? And it said, well, you know, it, we can't originate. AI can't originate. It can, um, you know, pull from what's already been done. But that's one thing. But I've been using it also for, I find that for idea generation. Like I'll pop something in, hey, I have this idea. And I usually keep it up on my other monitor. And throughout the day, I have a question. And I'll, I'll throw it in there. And I find it really helpful for that. Um, so that was the immediate value was the copywriting that you, you found.
1: Copywriting and, you know, copywriting historically has been a very expensive skill. It's a very challenging skill. It's And, and quite frankly, it's still hard to find great copywriters who understand, who understand, who have a deep learning and deep understanding of keywords and hooks and, and so on and so forth. Um, but what what happened is you know i i read tim ferriss's 4 hour work week several years ago on my honeymoon and i was really transformed by this idea of you know you can hire people overseas who are hard workers they speak good english and they've got the skills that you need and they also are willing to work for a lot less money because you know a dollar in america We'll go much farther in other countries yeah. like the philippines or india and so on and so forth um the, the problem with copywriting um historically has been that english is a tough language to type it's just complicated grammar is weird we've you know it's a weird difficult there's all these weird rules about i before e except after c the kind of stuff that will explode your brain but what i found was that with these introduction of these ai tools it helped turn copywriters in other countries from being below average to being pretty solid, mm-hmm. pretty solid to excellent copywriters. And I think what we're going to see is that it's it starts with copywriting and then it turns into video editing and graphic editing and sales and lead acquisition and customer service. And what we're going to see here is um, the commoditization of these skills. That historically, you need to go to college or need to have years of experience. Well, now even a beginner can use AI and become very competent in, in all sorts of different industries. So I think there's a real impetus on us to evolve our skills, adopt AI and become um, more efficient in everything that we do.
0: Yeah, I use it a lot of times. I'll write something like a blog and I'll put it into chat and say, can you make this more engaging and before I did that, I have, you probably know they have a custom, like you can customize the voice that you want on, because I have the one that you pay $20 a month for and you, um, you create like your own persona. And so chat knows who you are, how you want to present the copy. And what's always funny to me is it'll say something mildly condescending, like this is really good, but you know, and then it goes into kind of tear it apart. But I usually will use some of it. It uses a lot of marketing speak. Like every, you know, title, a heading or subject line starts with unveiling or, un, you know, discover. And they use the same words a lot. So I will go in there and I'll tweak things. But it definitely has, I think it's improved my copywriting just because it'll point out things that I think about or word something slightly differently or eliminate words that I didn't need. So, yeah, I think it could definitely... I've been using it for that. So well, what about specifically for podcasters? So I know you say you turn on your website, 30 minute zoom calls into an entire digital media presence. Can you talk a little bit about what exactly that looks like?
1: Well, what what we're doing right now and recording a video podcast is, in my opinion, the most powerful way of creating content on the web. Um, and this is, you know, I, I've really, I spent tens of thousands of hours podcasting and in content production over the past half decade. Um, and you know, there's a learning curve to figuring it out, but once you have the right systems in place, the right tools in place, this is the best way to network, to create leads, to nurture leads, to create content, to stand out. And so just as an example, we're doing this video recording right now, right? Video podcast recording and there's there's tools and we can maybe even get into the nuts and bolts of this happy to do that where we get this raw video from whether it's zoom or riverside and we take this raw video and we can upload into tools that will chop that up into 30 little short video clips and maybe 25 of them won't be very good but we can find 5 that are solid mm-hmm. we can find 5 that are solid and then we those all of a sudden that's a week worth of content for social media, maybe more depending on how often you're posting, right? Then we can use tools to extract all of the audio like we talked about, extract the audio, turn it into copyright for an email newsletter, a weekly newsletter. Uh, we can use it to create blog articles for our website. We can use it to create show notes and compelling titles. Um, it's, it's, it's just incredibly powerful at at doing that because we live in this day in the age where you might have the best product or service in the world but if you're not showing up on social media if you're not showing up in the marketplace you you might as well not exist you know what i mean and so here's the other thing because i know a lot of people are avert you know averse to either a either a use ai to do this or or hire an agency because it's you know they think it's going to take too much time but the reality is like you said if you can record a 15 to 30 minute Zoom call with an interesting person or maybe it's a potential client, a prospect. I love that approach for podcasting. Invite people that are the perfect client for your services onto your podcast. Uh, lead with value. Um, not only is it a sales tool, not only is it a marketing tool, and but it's also your content creation tool so that you can show up online all the time. Um, and, you know, even us, Linda, we just hopped on a call here today. Uh, it's the first time You know, we've been on a on a video call together. We said, "Hey, Mark, I was checking out your podcast. I watched a couple episodes on YouTube, so you can actually already have a good idea of what who I am, what I'm about." And you know, what I find is if somebody listens to a couple podcast episodes or watches a couple videos on YouTube, for example, and they at that point they're like, "I want to get on a call with this person," they already want to buy your thing. They already want to buy the thing. It's it's up to you to just make sure that they like you. Right. You know, it's, it's on you to not screw it up at that point, you know? So it's just, it's just, it's incredibly powerful and in using AI to supercharge your content creation makes it easy, quick and effective.
0: Yeah. And earlier you had said, I'm glad you said when you use AI that there might be like 25 different clips you use like five. Cause I was thinking there was something wrong with the software I'm using. We can get into some of that if you like, I mean, I can tell you what I'm using, um, I'm still kind of experimenting because I, I was offering this and I still am just to, to some of my clients as well. Like if you want me to, to repurpose and a lot of them have somebody on their team already, but I'm playing around with my own podcast. So I've been putting clips on uh YouTube shorts. Of course, the YouTube full video and YouTube shorts. So I'm using um get munch. Do you use that one?
1: Yep, yeah, I'm familiar with it. Yep.
0: Munch and Opus clips. Um, Pod squeeze, which have you heard of that one? A lot of people have not heard of.
1: I'm not familiar with that one. You know, we use Descript as one of our favorite tools. Video.ai is a great tool. CapCut is a great tool. But I think, you know, you bring up a good point, Linda, because if you just take it, you know, even Riverside does a pretty good job at creating video clips. Mm, If you just take it raw and then just post it, I, I don't think that's enough. At least at this point, you need a person who can kind of like clean it up Um, trim the edges so that it's, it's like hyper relevant to someone immediately. Maybe they can add some overlay, some B roll of something compelling or some memes or GIFs. You know, I think it'll all get better. It's really important that every business owner starts using these tools now. So you don't fall behind because your competitors are Right. right. And if you're not showing up online, your competitors are showing up online. And when that person is ready to buy their next house or hire their next copywriter or take out their next loan. They're going to go to the person who keeps showing up in their timeline. They're not going to go to you. So it's really important that you're showing up online and you have some of these systems in place.
0: Yeah. And it's like you said earlier, you get a good idea of the personality of the person, you know, and I like to always look at, you know, who, who, that's why I asked one of the questions in my onboarding questionnaires. Have you been on a podcast? I knew you had a podcast, but I asked that of everyone and the people who have not been on a podcast. I always hesitate because I don't know what they sound like. I don't know anything really about them. And a lot of times it's somebody who's approached me. So I I don't always um, you know, have them on because I'm just not sure how it's gonna (laughs) wanna risk. Um, but when it comes to posting on social, now I post on LinkedIn. Just today I posted a clip on a podcast episode I did. Um, but do you find that your clients are posting everywhere, or do you encourage them to post everywhere? Because the pushback I get is like, "Well, my clients aren't, my prospects aren't on Instagram Reels," because I said I can do Instagram Reels, I can do, you know, uh, Twitter or X. Do you encourage them to do all that, or do they? You kind of let them lead with what they're interested in.
1: It depends. It depends on the the client. Depends on the product. Depends on the service. My recommendation is that, you know, as a business owner, you're really focused on one platform. It's too easy to get overwhelmed being on too many platforms. One of the premier services that we offer at my agency is we'll actually handle all the social media for you. We'll pump it out your content everywhere so you don't need to worry about it. And then we put systems in place so that if someone sees like an Instagram reel, like that was a cool point by Linda. I like that. Let me click on the link in bio and then I can. Start to to engage that your business, right? Um, but the the last thing that we want for someone who's starting this video presence is to get overwhelmed and to drop off because the the, the key is the consistency. Right. You know, crash diets don't work. Crash diet. That's why the vast majority of people, when it comes to New Year's, are like, "This is a new year. It's a new me. I'm going to eat right." That only lasts for a couple of days, and then they're back to eating potatoes and ice cream. I'm not talking about myself, right? I'm not talking about myself. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe I am a little bit. Maybe I'm projecting a little bit. But, you know, the the reality is that, you know, when it comes to video it's it's the marathon because let's say you're a realtor and you want to you want people to hire you to sell uh, to to sell their home. Well, they might not be ready to sell their home in January. Maybe it's in November. And if you just go for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, you're not going to be there when they need you. So, I think a big part of the the podcast engine is not necessarily getting people to listen to you for thirty minutes on a podcast. It's using it as the engine to show up in people's feed and to remind people that you're there day in, day out, all the time. That diligence pays off big time. Yeah, big time. Every single client I have is is, is a, as a re, it related to uh it, to my podcast, the content create off the podcast. Every single client, every single stage, every single prospect.
0: Hey there, fellow copywriters, entrepreneurs, and B2B marketers. Before we dive back into the conversation, let me introduce you to a game changer in the lead generation arena. It's called Leadfeeder. Now we can all relate to the struggle of identifying those elusive website visitors and turning them into valuable leads. But what if I told you there's a tool that not only promises, but delivers on supercharging your lead generation and sales efforts? Yes, I'm talking about Leadfeeder. Imagine having the power to identify companies visiting your website, track their behavior in real time, and seamlessly integrate it all with your CRM. Leadfeeder is not just a tool. It's your secret weapon for efficient and targeted lead engagement. So what sets Lead apart? Well, it's the ability to provide detailed insights into visitor behavior, helping your sales team prioritize efforts and close deals faster. With customizable notifications, lead scoring, and GDPR compliance, Lead Feeder is changing the game. So, if you're ready to revolutionize your approach to leads and deals, head over to leadfeeder.com for your free demo today. That's L E A D F E E D E R.com. Don't miss out on the future of successful lead generation with Lead Feeder. And now back to our show. So, do you, like, say, for example, I'm using Instagram reels as an example, because I've had a lot of pushback saying I'm on Instagram. Would you go ahead and put a client's uh, like, say, a clip on Instagram reels? Even if if you were to ask them, they would say, I probably don't want it. But you want to do you just test it that way without them knowing and then seeing if it works?
1: Well, I, I certainly wouldn't do anything. So, like, for example, if if you're a business owner, you're like, hey, Mark, I get all my leads through LinkedIn. LinkedIn, that's where I live. I'm in there once a day, I'm sending DMs, I'm messaging, I say, listen, that's where you should focus your attention, right? You should be posting there regularly. Um, um, But if you want us to manage your social media, what we'll do is we'll use a software so that we can pump it out to, we can pump out those content, that content from your show, we can pump it out to LinkedIn, to Instagram, to Facebook, to TikTok, um, to your YouTube shorts, we can pump it out to every platform. Um, you You just need to have the right the right tools and the right systems in place to, to handle that. Um, but again, just looking at big picture, most important is to have one place where your long-form content lives and, and that you're living and breathing and communicating and responding and one place where your short-form content is living and you're engaging and responding, right? You can go bigger. And I don't think that that's a bad idea, but you as the business owner need to be focused on one long form platform and one short form platform. And you need to be in there on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. If you start trying to manage too many pro- platforms at once, it's uh, it dilutes your impact.
0: And what do you think about TikTok? Because I noticed you didn't mention that because I really don't.
1: Certainly a big platform. There's a lot of eyeballs and ear holes there. Um, I'm, we're producing content there for the After Hours Entrepreneur every day. Um, personally, I don't spend much time there personally. I'm more focused on LinkedIn um and and now more more so on twitter linkedin and twitter are like the place i spend the most time as far as short uh, my personal time although my my team is pumping out content on all the platforms all the time every day mm-hmm. so i have that omnipresent digital presence you can find mark savant media on any platform and um that that's the approach i have but personally as the business owner i'm spending the majority of my time on basically on linkedin and or twitter
0: yeah, I am too. Um, yeah, it was just funny with TikTok. I had um, a couple of years ago, we were living in California and I had this young woman who was cleaning our house every couple of weeks. And she said to us one day, you know what? I'm, I'm posting on TikTok. And at this point, I was not even on TikTok to even watch cat videos. I didn't even, I just wasn't even on it. And she said, I'm posting cleaning tips on TikTok and it's taking off. And I said, good for you. And I'm thinking, how? How much could it be taking off his cleaning tips? Well, I checked the other day because she showed up in my because now I do look at t- I don't post on TikTok, but I like looking at for entertainment. She has 1.3 million followers. She's being sponsored by some cleaning company. And I'm like, holy cow. So there, I don't know how much money she's actually making from it, but I know that she is doing really well. And that was, you know, it just shows that if you have the right audience. And you are like, she's, I think she just turned 30. So when she was in her twenties and she said, this is where all of my people are. So she created a course on cleaning. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's just pretty fascinating.
1: And I don't, I think that's a great approach. She's seen a lot of success. A lot of people have new social media platforms come out all the time. And just like someone who says, oh, I bought this stock and it's taking off for me. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's right for you to start buying into that stock. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be posting to TikTok, but I'm saying that um, shiny object syndrome can get in the way of establishing that firm presence where you really want to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's something I'm always fighting. I think as an entrepreneur, you can always fight that. Like there's always something exciting and the best part of something is when you start and it's new, you know, and then it's like, okay, now I'm, now I'm bored onto something else. (laughs) Is there anything in particular that podcasters should know about using AI other than what you've mentioned? So what would you say that they do uh, that they could be doing more of?
1: Every piece of content that you're producing, it should have AI being used at some at some point, right? in it, every every single piece of of content, um, you know, even using Chat GPT, like you said, for idea generation, uh, mm-hmm. using AI to say, hey, you know scour the web what are the keywords what should i be creating content this is a great this is a great tool actually a great tip cuz i think what a lot of podcasters do is they say well i'm just going to i'm just going to interview people i'm going to post uh, an episode every every monday for example right and that's great awesome 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 awesome, awesome. um but i also think that there's value in re- you know recording shorter shorter form episodes solo style episodes i think that people my most popular episodes are my income report. I record an income report every month for the previous month. Those are my most popular episodes. People just want to know what does it actually look like growing a business? Yeah. Like what is what does it actually look like? you know, that transparency sells. So um getting into solo is great. And you can use Chat GPT as a really powerful tool for coming up with ideas. So you're not just sitting there staring at a bank's blank screen. Right. Um, this is a really powerful idea for YouTube. You can go to a platform like answer the public,
0: yeah.
1: answer the public.com or do a Google keyword planner. And you can say, what are people searching for? Right. If I'm in uh, banking, for example, what are the terms that people are searching for in banking? Ooh, Bitcoin. A lot of people are looking at Bitcoin right now. And then you go to chat GPT and you say, hey, what are 10 video titles on Bitcoin that I should record? Right. And you can just kind of break it down from there. So using chat GPT at at every place is really important. And honestly, uh, tech, image creation is crazy right now and this is a little bit outside of podcasting but if you're thinking about how do i create thumbnails and how to create compelling images for social media like text to image generation is 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 really blowing up right now yeah. it's really good it looks amazing um and i think that's something that every every creator everyone who's in podcasting or social media should be should be playing with pretty regularly
0: canva has some amazing new uh things that you can do on it and one of them is playing around with it uh yeah you can just type in you know it's text to image you type in what you want i've done that with a few with a few posts and you really have to be specific and know what you want um there's another the one dally is it called d-a-l-o did you see that yep
1: dally, dally. um chat gpt midjourney um you know, dally is actually a, a. it powers a lot of those text to image tools Um, Ideogram, but there's so many of them in, you know, Facebook actually just announced, this is pretty cool, I'll be covering this on the Mark Savant YouTube channel. Um, Facebook just announced that they're going to have, like, group text-to-image generation in Messenger. So, for example, you can put together a group of your friends in Messenger, and you could start off by saying, like, um, draw me an image of a banana feeding a giraffe or something, right? And then it'll generate an image. And then one of your friends in the chat can come in and say, well, make the giraffe wearing roller skates. The next person can say, put, you know, Donald Trump sitting on the giraffe's back or something you can. And so you can all kind of be creative together. Really cool tool. I think not just for fun with friends, but also if you're trying to create interesting stuff with business associates or mm-hmm. mastermind group members, um, so I thought that was something that's, that's new and unique to the space is the I- idea of bringing collaboration to the text to image generation space.
0: Sure. Yeah. And even for like storyboards or, or something and you can do that on there. Yeah. The only thing that makes me nervous about it. Um, but you're also talking to somebody who freaked out when her <laughs> Alexa started answering questions. I wasn't asking. I'm like, we're turning this thing off. Um, <laughs> you know. But I know on one of your uh, your podcasts you talked about that, and this is getting off track a little bit, but it's just super interesting. The whole influencer, uh, the fake influencers and people, you know, they're generating these beautiful women and then they're having like all these like 10,000 followers. And I don't know. I mean, at some point, I guess it's like with all tools. You know, you're going to have people are just going to misuse it like the deep fakes. You don't know. You know they have all these these things on TikTok, people with their haunted houses, and I'm like, all right, that that can't be real. Uh, people, how do you know anymore? Like, what's even real, and what's you know just generated from AI? The-
1: well, the AI influencer thing is, I think, a really important point, Linda, because there's a lot of people that are making money um, as influencers, right? I create content for. We'll take your TikTok example. I create content for TikTok sponsor sponsor me because i have eyeballs well with the ai influencer it is so easy to create these beautiful ai influencers who are selling you know selling anything it, right now it's you know just like everything it's it's more sexualized around around women um but it's going to grow into everything it's going to impact every single space and what's going to happen is all these people who are making their living creating YouTube videos, creating TikToks, creating Instagram content, they're going to be dead in the water because they're going to be sharing those that income with the AI influencers that are out there. And the AI influencers are going to be getting the ad deals. The AI influencers are going to be getting the eyeballs and the subscriptions. Um, this is another really cool thing, Linda, that I'm kind of go back to your previous question about what's something people might not be paying attention to mm-hmm. is the 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 model of creating custom GPTs. Have you have you played with this at all, Linda?
0: Isn't that when you what I mentioned before, creating a persona on Chat that like everything, every answer, every response that I have, I want it to be like I say, a high level copywriter, and that kind of thing. Is that what you mean?
1: So custom GPTs are a little bit different. What you're referring to is um, customizing the persona, which is a great you know a great way of setting up your your initial settings for Chat GPT, but What ChatGPT is allowing you to do, and this is a great tool for business owners. I'm going to lay this out. I've done this. This is already generating income and traffic for me. You can create a custom GPT uh, and and train it on all of your knowledge, um, all of your your database. And so you can share this with either current clients or potential clients, with leads, with audience members as, as an additional way to interact with you and your expertise without taking up your personal time. Okay, so I'll give you an example of how I train my GPT. I have a a GPT called Podcast Consultant AI. And I I went in, I said, what are all the frequently asked questions that I get from clients, fans, audience members, et cetera? And I'm going to train it with the way that I answer this frequently asked question. So I trained it on a dozen different questions and answers. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I took all these different trainings I have around podcasting, all these PDFs and documents and Word documents. I uploaded them all to the chat bot, right? And you can, I mean, you can upload all kinds of things from spreadsheets to graphs, to PDFs, et cetera, because it's using that Dolly mm-hmm. uh, technology. Um, and then I can share it out so that Linda, if you had a question like, hey, Mark, how do I get more downloads for my podcast? You can ask it to the podcast consultant AI, and it's going to give you the exact methods that I recommend. And the, the tipper here, Linda, which is awesome, is I can recommend websites. I can represent, I can recommend links. And so then the podcast consultant might say, hey, Linda, by the way, if you're looking for a great mic to upgrade your quality, which you have a great mic there, by the way, but if it said, hey, if you want to upgrade your mic, here's a list of all of Mark's recommended mics. And these could, these would be affiliate links so that if you end up purchasing, I get a small commission on the back end for that.
0: I think right? somebody on LinkedIn just posted about doing this. This sounds because I, yeah. I was wondering what it was,
1: and that that might have been me. You know, I recorded an entire video on on my YouTube channel on how to set this up. It is important if you're recommending affiliate links that you do have a disclaimer at the bottom to be FCC compliant, but just something like you know any link shared might be an affiliate link,
0: yeah, which
1: means no with at no additional cost to you, the creator may get a small commission, yeah. Um, but that's a nice way to create some passive income. And if people start using your GPT, it's infinitely scalable. That's a salesperson that's working for you 24-7, 365, all the time. And quite frankly, if it's helping people, they might want to go further with you in your company. Um, so I think that creating custom GPTs is a really great, really simple opportunity. You don't need to go to all these different websites. You just need a chat GPT Pro subscription for 20 bucks. That's it. And then you can create these custom solutions.
0: Yeah, I need to find out more about that because I just literally just heard it was um, actually it was another uh, podcast guest I had on a while ago, and he posted about that. And because I was thinking, is that the persona thing? And then I realized it was what you're talking about, which I was confusing the two. So, yeah, I need to find out more about that. So, and speaking of that, so where can people find you? And I'm going to put all all of your links in the show notes. But anything anything in particular you want to promote or have people go to?
1: You can find Mark Savant. All over the web because of my podcast, I show up. I show up. So, on your favorite platform, you can find Mark Savant, and you can sign up for my AI newsletter at AIUpdate.ai. If you want to stay up to date with all these crazy changes and all the tools, all the tactics, just uh, subscribe to the newsletter at AIUpdate.ai. That's where I'm sharing all my favorite tools and tactics. AIUpdate.ai.
0: Awesome. I will put that in the show notes. And uh, thank you so much. This has been a great conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time today.
1: Glad to help, Linda.
0: And that is a wrap of today's episode. I hope you found some actionable advice that you can use to help you improve your copy conversions. And for even more copywriting exclusive tips, be sure to click the link in the show notes to sign up for my weekly newsletter so you don't miss beat. And as always, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave a review. It really helps me out. Talk again soon.